Let's go straight into our conversation with the CFO at Luminar Technologies, ticker LAZR, wrapped up in the EV selling and growth stock weakness, of course. Today, bouncing back, firming up 4% after earnings the past week. Tom Fenimore joins us. Tom, thanks for being here on the show. Thanks for having us, Oliver. Okay, what's the latest here? Because as investors are watching the whole sector that you're in get beat up, how do you make the case that it's time to step in and uh, support the business? Yeah, so a great question. And what we're focused on here at Luminar is what we can control. Um, I, I kind of grew up on Wall Street during the dot-com bust uh, in, in the early aughts, um, lived through 08. And so we we prepared for the worst and, and hoped for the best. Uh, we raised a lot of money when we went public at the end of 2020. Uh, and, and December of 2021, when a lot of this market uh, unease started, uh, we went out and raised uh, $625 million in convertible uh, notes. And so we have uh, over $700 million of cash on the balance sheet today. Uh, and we have the business we need, we have the technology we need, we have the people we need, and we have the capital we need. And so we're head down, focused on execution. Uh, we're launching with our three core customers around the end of this year, which is Shanghai Auto, the biggest automaker in China, Volvo Cars, who's the brand leader in safety, and, and their sister company, uh, Polestar. And so the team is laser focused, pun intended, on, on getting to where we need to be at the end of the year to serious production. Look, we all wish that the markets were in better shape and our, our stock was better, but uh, we are heads down focused on execution and we have the cash that we need plus a very healthy cushion to get there. Uh, as I always like to, uh, to say, our largest shareholder who is our CEO and co-founder is 27 and we're focused on creating value in the long term. Um, and uh, we're well on a track to do that for the shareholders, whether they bought today or, or a year ago. Part of the selling recently did come on the earnings, though. Operating loss of $82.3 million. Street was expecting a loss of about $59 million. Where'd that gap come from most recently here? And the EPS also that fell short by a couple cents. Yeah, so we're, um, as we're ramping up to get to series production next year, our customers have come to us and asked us to be prepared to produce uh, more units when they start production next year. And so as a result, we're building a brand new uh, dedicated facility uh, with our contract manufacturing partner down in Mexico. And so as we're preparing for those launch, we're preparing to launch a bigger size and scale, um, those which means that we're gonna be spending a little bit more here in the near term. Once again, we're focused on the longer term value creation and if we need to invest a little more in the business today to get better growth in the longer term, that's something we're going to do. How long can you operate without generating a profitability? Uh, how far does that cash get you with what you want to do? Does it, if you're not profitable, does it constrain you at all in terms of the spending or the investments that you can make? Yeah, and absolutely not. Uh, part of the reason that why we went out and did that deal last year is to make sure that we're never ever going to be in a position where we're going to run into cash or, God forbid, need to turn away a good piece of business or a good investment because we don't have the capital. Uh, just to give you some numbers, uh, our, our cash spend last year was a little over $150 million, uh, and I ended the year with about $790 million of cash on the balance sheet. So that gives me over five years to get the profitability um, on that run rate, and we're going to get there well before that. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, where we're going the series production around the end of this year. 
uh, that's going to ramp up our revenue significantly and ramp down our cash spend as a result. In terms of the stock price uh, for a newer company, the stock price can sometimes have a uh, an impact on the business if they plan to use it. Does the decline in the stock price mean anything for your plans? Do you have any uh, plans to either issue shares? It sounds like if the cash flow gets you to where you want, that wouldn't be the case, but it seems worth asking anyway after the decline we've seen. Absolutely not. We have, we have neither the need nor the plans to issue new capital anytime soon. We have what we need in-house plus a healthy cushion. Um, the M&A that we've been focused on has been on the small side. We did a small uh, acquisition last year um, of a company that does our chip receivers. Uh, we did a, a small acquisition this year of our next generation laser uh, supplier. Both those are, are deals that are very manageable. Um, and I don't think it's going to change our M&A opportunity here in the near term. We're not going to be focusing on big deals unless something's extremely compelling. And while our stock price has, has come down uh, more than we think it should have, um, not that it should have went down at all, um, on a relative valuation basis relative to other players in our field, we're still in a very good position. Uh, and so, the, you know, that's something we monitor. But given where we are today, uh, the decline in the stock price isn't changing any of our strategic plans. Okay. Hey, Tom, uh, real quick before we go, uh, in terms of the cash flow projections and the revenue stream, is any of that contingent on uh, deals that if there is a recession or something that could be reneged by customers, if they say, you know what, our car sales are going down, we can't invest that much in the technology at that point. Is there any, uh, even if you don't see recession risk, are the nature is the nature of the revenue uh, susceptible to any changes based on what happens in the economy? Not at all, Oliver. It may impact some of the volume in the short term because people are just buying less cars. But this is very important technology. When you look at some of the customers that we have, Volvo, Mercedes-Benz, Daimler Truck, Shanghai Auto, you know, those are companies that um, view themselves as technology leaders um, and want to put our technology on their cars because they view that as, as the best in class. And so that uh, recession is not going to change their plans to continue to invest in the best technology. And so we're not worried about that. You know, as I said, if, if fewer people buy fewer cars uh, in the near term, that could offset some of our revenue, but it doesn't not in any way impact the longer term potential of our company. Okay. Uh, Tom, thanks for being here with us this afternoon explaining to us the situation. All right. I appreciate it, Oliver. Good to see you, and thank you for having me on. Sure thing. Absolutely. Looking forward to more. Tom Fenimore joins us, CFO at Luminar, L-A-Z-R, the ticker.